I will kill for the idea. Your host, Mitchell the Lionheart, and I tell you folks, it is a time we are living in in this crazy world with this virus unleashed by this uh, red dragon, the Chinese Communist Party. And, you know, broadcasting from uh, 100 miles away from the Chinese border in Hanoi, Vietnam, I can tell you that... um, this show that I'm about to present to you, this is the first show I've been doing. I've been an activist for a long, long, long time. A uh, native-born South African, uh, raised in America. And uh, I tell you, I have been through a lot of things in my life and uh, traveled the world, met a lot of good people, a lot of smart, brilliant-minded people. And now, facing the most serious serious uh, uh, virus, I can say, uh, in our lives, in our lifetimes. I mean, look what this, look what's just gone on, folks. I mean, your world, as you knew it, three months ago, now has come to an end. I mean, in terms of business, in terms of uh, going out to bars, to restaurants. I mean, look what this Chinese devil has done. And I'm not talking about the Chinese people, folks. And I'm not talking about the American people. We're not going to make this a racist thing or a gendering thing. We're just talking about the red devil. I mean, for all those biblical folks out there, for all the Christians out there who read their Bibles every day, you see it clearly in the Revelations period, in the Revelations of the red dragon. Now, what is this red dragon? This is the Chinese Communist Party. After all this time on the front lines as an activist going on different shows for more than five to ten years now, I decided on this radio show, unleash the truth. No holds bar putting my my heart, my spirit, and my mind on the front lines. Because you know what, guys? You know what, ladies? You know what, gentlemen? What is a man? What is a person who cannot make the world a better place? And to fail to expose this horrid evil wherever you are in the world and to, to fail to stand up for the good in this world is unacceptable in my book. So I took it upon myself um, as a simple man, as a frontline activist as a uh, a deep investigator to focus now on the source of this evil in this world that has affected now every man, woman, and child, your family, your colleagues, people that you are living in the community with, which you might even not even know, strangers that are living next to you in their homes, uh, shopping at the same grocery stores, watching the same movies as you at the cinema, are all affected by this Chinese Communist Party virus. And now they are like rats on a sinking ship trying to cover it up and lie to the people. And they are colluding with the same people 
who are trying to say to you and trying to manipulate you into thinking that everything is okay, folks. Just believe in us and we'll take care of you like the World Health Organization and the United Nations. Man, I wouldn't let these people lead me across the goddamn streets. And that's the truth of the matter, folks, because the bottom line is you know in your heart and you know you're not foolish. You're not fooled by the lies. You're smart people. You're educated people. You will not let these fools manipulate you any longer. And that is what the world is waking up to. The lies, the cover-ups, the deception, the manipulation, the evil propaganda that has been spewed by the mainstream or the, as, we, as we call it, the lamestream media. And that's why I've come on this show and that's why I've risked my life doing this and exposing this evil because if we don't now, when will we? When will we? The world is gone to hell. We're locked down in our homes. Our businesses as we know it have been, have been suspended. Millions of people are on the, on, the, on, on the unemployment line right now. We've entered into a great recession and some people say a depression. All thanks to this vile, evil, reign of terror, this wicked scoundrel regime, this murderous gangster regime called the Chinese Communist Party. And let me tell you something, Wall Street bankers, think tankers, corporate elitists, globalist cabalists like Henry Kissinger and the Rockefeller and George Soros and the IMF and all these globalist cabal and elitists and God knows, you know who I'm talking about who have been colluding and in bed with the Chinese Communist Party for the last 20 years. You have blood on your hands and you as human beings have made your bed and you will sleep in it. And you have aligned yourself and you have stood on the wrong side of destiny and you will be brought to justice by the world's people, by us as world citizens, because we are sick of your lies and we are sick of you taking advantage of us, using us as, as slaves and trying to take over our, our, our American Republic, trying to take away our guns, trying to spew nonsense into our education systems, into our business systems, into our mainstream media, lying to us and trying to uh, destroy us and trying to manipulate us and lead us to a slaughter, you know. We don't need no education, as Pink Floyd said. We don't need no education. We don't need a thought to control. So teacher, Chinese Communist Party, you evil world leaders, leave us kids alone and leave us people alone because we are sick of your lies. So today on this show, I want to go over a couple of articles which I found quite interesting, uh, quite honestly. And one of the articles that I have come across in my uh, investigation and uh, research is from a really well-known publication. And I mean talking about a well-known publication, folks, that I really truly implore you to go and, and look into. Uh, and Because there's many fake news media out there, and I don't divulge in fake news, man. I haven't got time. I look at the, uh, the, the information on both sides, and I'm a reasonable guy. I'm a broad-minded individual. I've been there, done that. I'm like, you know what? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. But when I see the lies and the fabrication and the made-up nonsense and the fake news, I'm going to throw you in the trash. And I'm going to go with proper, credible, and reliable sources that you know, are like me, on the front lines, uh, and have nothing to lose, nothing to sell, uh, no propaganda spew, but just to give you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to so help me God. 
And one of these great publications is the Epoch Times out of New York City. And this publication uh, actually wrote an article on uh, uh, April 8th, 2020, about why the Chinese Communist Party lied about the outbreak. And um, they go on to say about a pandemic of lies that the most important events uh, where the Chinese Communist Party knew about this human-to-human transmission of this virus as early as December 2019, when eight doctors came out and said, listen, this is going on. This is serious. This is a very big concern. We need to do something about it. And the most important event, as I was saying, was the punishing of Dr. Ai Fen, who first circulated a report about the new SARS-like virus, the coronavirus, right? And the whistleblower, Dr. I don't know if I'm going to say his name correctly, but Dr. Li Wengliang and other doctors forbidding companies from sequencing the samples and reporting the results. This is what the Chinese Communist Party has been known for doing, keeping people quiet, silencing people, destroying them, robbing them of their dignity, and wiping them out completely. I mean, look what Mao Zedong did, and 40 million Chinese were starved to death. Um, And under the communist regime, 100 million people were wiped out. I mean, any, any, look, look, at, look at any, folks, look at any communist regime in history, and you will see the proven results of communism, the death and destruction, the starvation, the cannibalism, the barbarism, the demonic uh, nature. I mean, if you ask any survivor of communism, whether you come out of Russia, whether you come out of the Eastern Bloc of, um, of, um, uh, uh, Eastern Europe, out of Cuba, out of uh, Venezuela. Look what has happened under communist dictatorships. Robbed of your dignity, thrown into gulags, your bank accounts frozen, centralized and nationalized gov- uh, uh, television stations, spewing propaganda, propaganda nonstop, 24-7. You can't say anything. You've got no gun rights. You're, you're rendered helpless, and you become a slave to the state. So this is what has gone on in the communist regime. So let me continue. So even today, nobody knows how many people have been infected and how many have died from the Wuhan pneumonia in China. So the lying and cover-up are far worse than just inaction. So the real question is, folks, if they had the chance to do it again, would there be any difference? And the answer is no. Because the Chinese Communist Party would have done exactly the same because the whole system is based on lies and designed to lie. There is just no place for truth under the Chinese Communist Party's rule. So remember, after the Chinese Communist Party punished Dr. Li for telling the truth about the Chinese Communist Party virus, they then, after he died, announced he was a martyr for fighting it. Then the three citizen reporters, I can't really say their names, but were kidnapped by the local Wuhan police, which are the the arms of the communist regime. Because the police, let me tell you something, folks. The economic, social, and political classes in China, systems in China, from the government level, from the federal level, from the state and local level, from the rural levels, are all controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. It is a police state. It is a surveillance state. There is no freedom. There is no private entities. There is no private business. There is no checks and balances. It is all communist controlled, just like in Vietnam as I am here. So the the three three citizen reporters were kidnapped. And what were their crimes? What were their crimes? They reported the truth 
about what happened in Wuhan during the lockdown, which contradicted the, the Communist Party's misinformation, and they're still missing. The Communist Party has kicked out uh, international uh, media agencies, has, has barred anybody from reporting on this. They are uh, colluding with the communist, uh, the, 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 the communist uh, health organization, the CHO. We can call it the fucking, excuse my language, sorry. The, 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 the CHO. I just get a little very passionate about this, folks. I didn't mean it, uh, to, to, to let out the F-bomb there, but gosh damn it, I am pissed, and you should be too. It angers me. It boils my blood. It makes me want to scream out of my window saying, F the CCP for doing this to my people. Not only the Chinese people, but the American people, the Israeli people, the Iranian people, the the um, the Italian people. How many people have been suffering and, 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 and dying under this regime? Uh, 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 misinformation, uh, uh, complete negligence, lying and covering up their own doctors and their own reporters and causing death and destruction around the world. And this is why we should be up in arms. So when, when the SARS epidemic ended, top antiviral experts, uh, for example, Dr. Zhong Nong Shan, he was asked during an interview what lesson was learned. And he said that there would be no cover-up next time. Yeah, right, no cover-up. The reality is that this time the Chinese Communist Party repeated every mistake it made during the SARS outbreak. So the only thing for sure is that if there is another outbreak in the future, which ha- there has been, hello, which not only affected the Chinese people, but your own lives in general. Look at where you are. Look what you, what's going on. Your, your business has been suspended, like I said. You're in lockdown, twiddling your thumbs, wishing, you know, what, what's next? What's next? Everything's coming to an end. You can't even go, can't even go out to a, to have a, a decent meal anymore, a decent coffee anymore with your friends. So it's not some some individual's official decision to cover up and lie. That should be much easier to handle and correct. But from the party boss of Wuhan Central Hospital to regime leader President Xi, everybody played a role, and nobody seems responsible. If the cover-up involved officials being replaced by other officials, the results would be still the same. But let's just be honest here, folks. Let's just go a little bit more deeper. The history of lying of the communist regime. Now, not, not long after coming to the United States in 1995 with my family from South Africa, I was shown a beautiful free open society, okay? Not that we don't have a free open society in, in, in South Africa, but now we are much more radicalized by the communists in South Africa because of the Chinese Communist Party. But there was freedom of speech. There has been freedom of religion. You are a, you have the right to have your churches and your mosques and your Catholicism and sit in a park and meditate if you want. You have the right to bear arms. You have the right to protect your family. You have the right to do what you want to do as long as you don't harm or break the constitutional laws of the country correct? You have the right to speak your mind and express your due grievances. If you don't like President Trump, you have the right to speak on Twitter, say your, 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 your voice, speak your voice, and protest outside of the Capitol. And no one is going to bother you. No one is going to tell you you can't do this and you can't do that. Now, it's been changing, correct? Because now you have the think, ta- think tanks, the communist complicit think tanks like YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, and now you also have the World Health Organization and the strong arm of the United Nations where the communist regime 
okay, has controlled at least 15 specialized units of the, of the United Nations and even, thank God, lost a bid to the intellectual property unit. And this is, this is insane. This is really insane. So, I mean, I found that everything I learned about China since I was in, uh, uh, in university, when I was in South Africa, when I was in America, that it was a lie. And when you meet different people as I have and interview different people as I have from communist China and being on the front lines in communist Vietnam, you hear the testimonies, testimonials of people who have lived under these evil regimes for 30, 40, 50 years. And a great publication released by the Epoch Times, published by the Epoch Times, called The Nine Commentaries on the Communist Party, really depicts how evil the Chinese Communist Party is. It's a reign of terror. And there's a great uh, quote from the nine commentaries on the Communist Party, which definitely exemplifies and puts it in a nutshell about the communist regime, that there's been many regimes in history, right? There's been many empires, the Nazis, the Romans, uh, you know, the Persians, different people around the world, Phoenicians, Sumerians, um, that have... Uh, uh, the, the British Empire, not that everyone was evil, but I'm just want to make a point that there have been many empires, many queens and kings, many dictators, many regimes, many administrators that have uh, uh, killed in order to conquer, right? But the communist regime has conquered in order to kill. So their history of lying, their history of killing, their history of deception – a hundred million people, more than two world wars combined in their own country, murdered. Five thousand years of traditional values wiped out. And now, which I haven't even got into, which I'm, I want to play a clip but uh, in a minute, but the forced organ harvesting of the innocent Falun Gong practitioners in China and the Uyghur Muslims and the House Christians and the Catholics and the Tibetans, where hundreds and thousands have been sent to death camps, state-mandated hospitals, their organs cut out of their bodies while alive, then sold for massive amounts of profits and sold back to the Chinese rich rich Chinese and rich uh, uh, communist officials who are now being infected by this virus in order to get lung transplants. So when their lungs have been infected by the virus, oh, let's just go to the 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 what do you call it? The um, the lobster tank. Take a lobster out of the uh, the, the tank, cut him open, and uh, just you know use their organs. Kill to order. A specified date. This is evil, folks. This is a new form of crime of evil that the world hasn't come to understand yet. So, without further ado, I want to play one clip while we're getting into this, and there's so much to cover, but to share about which really shocked the hell out of me that I couldn't believe that human beings could act so barbarically and so demonically in this day and time when our morality should be high. We are technologically advanced. We understand things, but when I heard about this, this flipped my script. This almost like you know threw me off my chair. I I, I couldn't believe that this was going on. So let me share with you the first clip, and I'm going to play it right now. Gong this is, is the first. Gong is a traditional practice of self-cultivation, a practice of slow-moving exercises, meditation, and studying of the principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance, and trying to adopt those into your life. While morning exercises had always been popular in China, Falun Gong brought more than just health benefits. 
For thousands of years, the Chinese people have believed in Buddhas and Taoists and becoming an immortal. Falun Gong really dared to talk about these things. And immediately, people took it to heart. Oh, the true ancient good things of China have come back. However, after 50 years of political campaigns to destroy traditional beliefs, any revival of spirituality was seen as a threat to communist rule. Since I was 11, I experienced all of the Chinese Communist Party's campaigns. Group after group of good people were targeted. There was no faith, no truth. Falun Gong stood in stark contrast with communist ideology. So it would be very hard for it to be tolerated by the CCP. With more practitioners than members in the Communist Party, the party chief, Jiang Zemin, saw it as a threat to his power and overruled the government's support of Falun Gong. Jiang Zemin issued the order set up special office called 610 office in charge of nationwide campaign of persecution. Known as China's Gestapo, the 610 agency was above the law and could use any and all means necessary to achieve its sole mission to eliminate Falun Gong. The nationwide campaign began July 1999. People were disappearing. I couldn't find my friends. You know, one day there were 30 of us in the park and the next day they're gone. And in the middle of the park, tacked on the tree was a government declaration. This has been outlawed. First time I heard about the persecution, I didn't believe it at the first and when I heard the, my, my mom was in the leper camp, I was very worried. And later on, my sister was put in the leper camp. My younger brother was put into jail. Basically, my family is just torn apart. When this family is torn apart, I feel inside torn apart. Outside the labor camps, propaganda campaigns against Falun Gong were running 24-7 on all media. Like you turn on the TV, and literally the only way to describe it is propaganda marathons. You'd have mass book burnings organized by the party. Steamrollers going over Falun Gong cassette tapes and CDs. Essentially it's a process of demonizing and dehumanizing, you know, incessant propaganda. In January 2001, Chinese central television broadcast this news that people were setting themselves on fire in Tiananmen Square and they claimed that these were Falun Gong practitioners. This propaganda story used a mother and her 12-year-old daughter. It was a major turning point in the CCP's campaign. They turned Tiananmen Square into a movie set and they used movie techniques to try to create something, but it was staged. Because state-run media broadcast it constantly for a year, people around China, their views on Falun Gong started to change. Initially, the Communist Party was very public about uh, its campaign against Falun Gong. But what happened after about, I would say, starting from 2002, is that you started to see really almost more of a media blackout. Falun Gong simply became a taboo topic. With millions of practitioners in detention, one of the worst crimes in history began taking place in hospitals throughout the country as organ transplants suddenly began to skyrocket. We've been asked to investigate allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China. Our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true. 
I began conducting comprehensive interviews with medical professionals, Chinese law enforcement personnel, and over 50 refugees from the Laogai system. But I estimate that 65,000 Falun Gong were murdered for their organs from 2000 to 2008. Essentially what organ harvesting means is they're taking Falun Gong practitioners literally like cattle, holding them in prison camps, testing their blood and other vital organs, and when someone comes into the country that needs a heart, a liver, a kidney, they find a match, they take the Falun Gong practitioner, extract their organs, of course killing them in the process. I tell you folks, after seeing that and hearing that clip, I'm godsmacked. My jaw has basically just dropped down to the floor and my heart has dropped down into my, into my, my stomach. Can you believe that a regime that has the second largest economy in the world, one of the largest, if not the largest, military in the world compared to the U.S., the largest amount of people is doing this to their citizens, cutting out their organs while alive and selling their organs as the healthiest organs in the world illegally without consent. Now, some of the naysayers are like, oh, well, you know what, they've been doing this for years. Yeah, they have been doing this for years, since 1984 at least. I had a surgeon, a good surgeon friend of mine, uh, that was uh, brought by myself and others to Westminster Abbey in London into the Parliament building. And we did a briefing at a child trafficking court and he, Mr. Enver Totti, who I very much like to bring on the talk show uh, to question and allow him to share his testimony. In 1995, he was an up-and-coming young surgeon in China, and he was forced, he told the story about how he was one day contacted by his superiors, by the high-ranking communist officials, that he, was, his services were needed. And he said, okay, well, let me go. So he was taken and directed at about 8 o'clock in the morning uh, to this compound, and he heard a gunshot. And the communist uh, guards brought this guy um, who was bleeding and uh, was shot and was he was instructed and forcefully forcefully instructed the, the, the doctor Invertotti to do this forced live organ harvesting so he cut out the um, uh, the organs and uh, never heard from the man again and by that time he said oh my god I committed a crime well many years later he fled to Britain became a bus driver and went to a seminar conducted by Ethan Gutman, who has been an amazing um, advocate as well, written books about it, his book named The Slaughter, uh, 10 Years of Investigation on the Forced Organ Harvesting uh, Genocide of Falun Gong Practitioners and Uyghur Muslims and others, teaming up with David Kilgore and David Mattis, who I will get up in a moment by sharing a clip from their uh, uh, interview. They've done countless interviews, been to 50 different countries around the world, conducted since 2006 the investigation, confirming at least 52 pieces of evidence, folks. 52 pieces of evidence. Can you imagine that this is going on? And the world stays quiet. The world stays silent. No one seems to notice. No one seems to care. Anyway, coming back to Dr. Envertotti, uh, he went to the seminar where the investigators were speaking and he put up his hand and said, I am a surgeon who did forced organ harvesting in China. So since 1995, as early as 1995 and as back as 1984, 
And we know the infamous 1984, the book 1984. I mean, I'm sure you've you've all read about it. Uh, George Orwell's uh, book 1984, I think it is. Um, the, ter- the tyranny of these global uh, global elitists, these, the tyranny of the global cabal, the tyranny of the Chinese communists that have caused death and destruction to millions around the world and at least 100 million in China. And so after hearing that clip, I want to play another one just to confirm because this is so hard to believe, folks, and people are scratching their heads or thinking, well, is it really, really going on? Is this really death row? Is this really, really going on? How do you know, Mitch? I mean, you know, how, where's the information? Where, how do you actually know? Well, I'm bringing you the information, guys. Full on lock and lock and load. I mean, ammunition to the, to, 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 uh, to the hint, man. This is going on, and I couldn't believe it. I'm a staunch, cynical person as well. I need the facts. I need the truth. I need investigations. And like I was saying before, is this really, really going on? Well, you damn right it's going on. And without further ado, I want to play the second clip from the investigators to share with you a little bit more about that you know, on this, conf- on this confirmation. So here we go. Uh, a rather upsetting issue, uh, allegations that uh, have uh, repeatedly been aired that China uh, plays a part in harvesting organs, uh, mainly of executed prisoners. Um, the numbers run to thousands every year. Uh, the uh, organs then get sold on for transplants. Um, it's always been vehemently denied by the Chinese government. But here in Britain, representatives of a campaign called Forced Organ Harvesting have been looking at the issue and they've gone as far as presenting their latest findings to the British Parliament. Two representatives join us here in the studio. Welcome to David Kilgore, former member of the Canadian Parliament, and Ethan Goodman, uh, author of several books on China, who've both been involved in the investigations, are here to tell us a little bit more. Uh, David uh, Kilgore, if I could start with you, um, what are the latest findings of your investigation? What are you closing in on? Uh, that about well, about 65,000 Falun Gong practitioners have been killed and their organs trafficked. Uh there are other people too, uh, convicted prisoners uh, are, are killed, of course, but uh, the thing that we're focusing on is the Falun Gong community. My, my colleague Ethan Gutman has, has done a lot of work on the Uyghur community. He'll probably want to say something about that, but yeah, there, there's no doubt. We have 52 kinds of evidence that this is, uh, this is happening. To give you the easiest example, uh, uh, the wife of a surgeon told us that her husband had removed the corneas from 2,000 Falun Gong practitioners in a two-year period. So, I mean, there's absolutely no doubt in anybody's mind. We've written, we've got two books on it, we've got all kinds of... And these, just to clarify, these come after judicial executions? No, no, there's no judicial involvement in virtually all of the Falun Gong. That's the thing that nobody understands. Okay, right, so we better clarify this because we often cover the fact that China, of course, has one of the highest rates of execution, yeah. judicial execution. It's their choice. That's what yeah. they do. Uh, and they're always there in the top three, along with yeah. Saudi Arabia and yeah. Iran. But yeah. this is something different. Exactly. It's because a police signature is all you need to get sent to a forced labor camp. And then basically what happens is somebody from, it could be London, it could be Canada, goes over there for a liver. And uh, they, uh, there's a computer bank and it says there's a match for, for you out in camp number 50. And somebody's dragged out of the cap number 50 into an operating room. Their liver's taken out of them. It's flown to Shanghai where you're probably waiting for your liver. And you come back to London with a new liver. And somebody has been killed like a, a lobster in a grotesque restaurant. Hang on a minute. So you're not even saying, because, I mean, it's one issue, the judicial executions and the use of the cadaver, mm-hmm. uh, which I suppose in a certain legal sense is the property of the state once mm-hmm. the state has mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. the individual. But you're saying these are people being killed to order? <laughs> Precisely. 
and it's 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 so as you say, your horror shows how how distressing it is. But yet it never gets mentioned uh, that these are people who've been maybe giving out pamphlets asking them to stop killing Falun Gong, and they're they're guilty of nothing. The allegation and and our findings are shocking. I mean, uh, to us, uh, this is a a form of uh, evil we have yet to see on this planet. Uh, This is a new form of evil. Uh, I'm uh, David Maitis, and with me is uh, David Kilgore. We've been asked to investigate allegations that uh, there has been harvesting of organs of Falun Gong in China. Uh, that the uh, the willing that the donors the Falun Gong donors are unwilling, then uh, they have been uh, executed uh, in the process, uh, either for the purpose of the transplants or after the transplants, and that their bodies are cremated. That, that was the allegation we were asked to investigate. Uh, David Kilgore is a former member of Parliament and former cabinet minister for Asia Pacific, and I'm a, a Winnipeg lawyer uh, doing immigration, refugee, and international human rights law in Winnipeg. We were asked to uh, investigate this uh, allegation by the coalition uh, against, uh, well, it's a coalition investigating allegations of persecution, coalition to investigate the persecution of Falun Gong in China, which is based in uh, Washington, D.C. We were asked to do this a couple months ago, uh, and we have uh, now uh, done uh, our investigation, and we're producing this report. We were not paid. We were doing this as volunteers, uh, and uh, we're not associated officially uh, with anyone. We're just acting independently from everyone and doing this investigation. We pursued every investigative trail we could find. In the report, you will see that there are 18 different avenues of proof and disproof we, we considered and evaluated. Our bottom line conclusion after considering everything as best we could was that the allegations are true. We believe them to be true, that this uh, harvesting is indeed happening. That conclusion comes not from any one of these different 18 categories of evidence uh, that we looked at, but by assessing everything altogether. Altogether, uh, they paint a whole picture. All the evidence we looked at uh, either corroborated the uh, allegations or, in some cases, uh, where we were looking at possible disproof, did not disprove the allegations. We do know for a fact uh, that that the Falun Gong are are depersonalized, dehumanized, uh, and marginalized, uh, repressed, persecuted, uh, both in word and in deed, in in the most vile ways uh, possible. For this sort of allegation uh, to be true uh, in Canada would involve a very large step from where we are. But in China, it's not that big a step from where China has been. So can you believe that, folks? Those are the two investigators, David Kilgore, David Mattis, and Ethan Gutman I will uh, share with you a little later. But my goodness gracious God almighty, how can we allow this red devil to get away with such murder? And all these other think tanks and Wall Street bankers and global cabal leaders and elitists, well, I won't even want to call them leaders, they are just a bunch of scumbags, colluding with the Chinese Communist Party. And like I said to you, we're not going to call it the WHO, we're going to call it the CHO, the Chinese Communist Health Organization. It's disgusting and it's disgraceful. And you know what? To understand how organ harvesting could happen in China, folks, it's crucial. I mean, it's, it's crucial, vital to understand that there is no limit to how far the Chinese Communist Party will go to wipe out something or someone. I mean, with a 50 to 70 year reign of terror, since Mao Zedong came in, 
all through the history now, wiping out 5,000 years of Chinese divine traditional culture, all the dynasties wiped out, all the traditional values wiped out, and China was named the beloved land of the divine many years, many years, many years ago. And now it's just been resorted to just complete tyranny, degradation, the complete ripping out of the Chinese soul, spirit, cutting the divine source of anything that is prosperous, anything that is pure, anything that is truthful, anything that is kind, anything that is tolerant, and an imposter has infiltrated into China, just like an imposter has infiltrated into the World Health Organization, the United Nations, the governing bodies around the world, and even under the regimes of the past, the Obama administration, the Clinton administration, the communist regime got away with murder and has been getting away with murder. And, and say what you want to say about Trump, ladies and gentlemen, but he put a death nail in the coffin of the communist regime in the trade war. Massive tariffs and smashing their economy with this trade war. And that's what I think one of the reasons why they have, they, they, they've done what they've done because it's a power grab. It's a power grab with the Chinese communists. Okay. They know they're losing control and any diabolical dictator will do anything to savor their power, their bloodlusting power. And so you can call this a conspiracy theory. I like to divulge myself and believe in conspiracy facts, ladies and gentlemen. I think that this is not some, from, from, from some bat soup, some wet market. I mean, I have wet markets all day long in Vietnam, okay, cutting off the heads of chickens, using snakes and drinking snake blood and all that jazz, man, and dog meat. Cutting the dogs. I have a I have a next door neighbour all day long. I mean, he wakes me up in the middle of the morning, with um, as you probably can hear the rooster. Also, the dogs. You know, the, they they bash dogs. They eat dogs for a living. They cut up dogs on the streets here all day long, folks. Rats, pigeons. This is the this is the this is the the the, the, the world we live in. Okay, I live in. Okay, even in Africa. So this didn't come from no bat soup. This came from a BSL four lab, a bio. Uh, safety lab in Wuhan, China, okay, altered the DNA of the Wuhan virus by a Harvard professor, and we're going to get into that on the next show. But I can, I can tell you right now, there's something very fishy going on. That what makes you think if the Chinese Communist Party can kill a murder intentionally and purposefully, a hundred million of their own people, what makes you think they want to unleash this virus and kill millions of more? and harvest organs of their innocent citizens for, for, for massive profits. Think about that, folks. What makes you think that they won't do that? They won't unleash a virus uh, colluding with the World Health Organization and Bill Gates and the Rockefellers and Henry Kissinger with the New World Order. And you guys know that. You're not stupid. This is all coming to light. This has all been uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, released and revealed. Just go look. Just go Search for yourselves, and it depends how deep down the rabbit hole you want to go. Like it said in the in the Matrix, Morpheus. Remember the Matrix, the classic cult movie, the Matrix, where Neo was talking to Morpheus, and Morpheus said, "Listen, you can talk, you can take the red pill, or you can take the blue pill. You want to take the the red pill, and you can just go on like a normal slave, a sheep to the system, and go on with your life and being completely oblivious to what is going on around you." Or you can take the blue pill, and I'll show you, Neo, how deep down the rabbit hole goes. And what did Neo do? He went for it. 
He put it all on the line. And he went for the ride, man. And look what happened. He learned the truth. So when you learn the truth, it's hard to stomach. But it is the only medicine you can take to heal yourself, to cure yourself from the disease-stricken mainstream media and the global cabal that want to destroy us, depopulate us, dehumanize us, and send us to death camps and re-education camps and concert, uh, uh, ban us from, from, from Facebook, ban us from Twitter, and, 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 and completely control us. Well, they're not going to do that, folks. You know that they're not going to do that because we'll rise up, not violently, we're going to rise up non-violently and with peacefully, but through the knowledge and the wisdom that I'm giving you today and other people that give you today because we need this. We need this in our lives. We need positive motivation, positive vibration. We need uh, uh, inspiration and innovation because we will rise out of the ashes like phoenix, phoenixes and the eagle will come back and clutch that serpent in its mouth and destroy it and snap its neck. And I'm talking about the red dragon. They're going to snap the red dragon's neck. It's on its retreat. It's on its, its deathbed. And the more vicious it gets, the more, the, 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 the more of its, uh, uh, closer to the end it gets to its complete destruction and elimination, the more vicious it gets. So to understand how evil this harvesting of organs can be, I want to share another clip from the Vice President of the European Union, uh, Edward Bergman Scott, and he breaks it down very well about what is going on in China, and I think it's definitely tantamount to what we're talking about today. So uh, let me play this third clip. Um, I uh, wrote a report on EU-China relations uh, in 1996-7 for the Foreign Affairs Committee and returned to Beijing in 2006, where I met uh, ex-prisoners of conscience, Falun Gong practitioners, as well as uh, made contact with a number of other dissidents and reformers. All the Chinese with whom I had contact were then imprisoned and in some cases, like Gao Zhisheng, tortured. Gao Zhisheng is a Christian human rights lawyer, very, very well known in China, who investigated the persecution of Falun Gong and wrote reports about it. And one of the people I met, Cao Dong, who had been in prison, told me the story about how his best friend had disappeared one evening from the cell in their prison. And the next time he saw him, it was his body in the prison hospital with holes where body parts had been extracted. The belief that I have, <clears throat> and I share with David Kilgore, that organ harvesting is widespread in China, and it is restricted almost exclusively to Falun Gong practitioners. The only prisoners in China who are routinely blood tested and blood pressure tested are Falun Gong practitioners. The organ transplant industry is in the hands of the military. The People's Liberation Army is responsible for the uh, hospitals, the transportation of body parts, and the sale of them. It is therefore a governmental activity and constitutes genocide under Article 2 of the Genocide Convention. It is as serious as that. And my final word is, with respect to you, Peter, the Falun Gong art of the Chinese regime of today, what the Jews were to the Nazis during the war. And we should all take note of this and look at China with new eyes. The European Parliament uh, comes from a very diverse background, and as Peter has already said, even within this 
quite straightforward resolution, there are still problems, because the absolute deluge of propaganda from the regime in Beijing vilifying Falun Gong as some sort of extremist cult. Now, I've met, as I said, hundreds of members of Falun Gong. It is not a sect. It is not a cult. There is no money involved. There is no uh, brainwashing. All the normal characteristics of a cult simply don't exist. These are people who practice their uh, spiritual exercises uh, on their own. And yet, as I said, because between 70 and 100 million people in 1999 were practicing Falun Gong, this was seen by Zhang Zemin, then the, the, the leader of the Communist Party, as a threat to his own position. It wasn't, of course, but he saw the opportunity of creating an enemy within. Just as during the war, the Nazis singled out the Jews as a special character, characteristic and did what they did to the Jews. The same is happening today, today to Falun Gong in China. That is why it is genocide. That's why I say it's so serious. As to whether we can con convey this to all the members of the European Parliament, it's quite difficult. It is quite difficult, but we're trying. And that's what this press conference is about. There'll be other activities today and beyond. Uh, I will maintain my campaign, especially until the people I had contact with are released from prison. On the question of um, Manfred Novak and his reports and his attempts to try and get to the truth about the situation in China, he's told me that he believes that uh, more than two-thirds of the prisoners in China in re-education through labor or forced labor camps are Falun Gong practitioners. That is a huge number of people. Now, at the end of the Kilgamatus report, you will see a list of more than 3,000 Falun Gong practitioners who have died under torture. To the regime, those are wasted people, but nevertheless, they have died under torture in the prison camps. I've met hundreds of Falun Gong who've been through this terrible process of escalating torture. Uh, I believe that we should, in Europe, now set up something like happened in West Germany during the Cold War at Selzgitter, where an impunity index was maintained of confidential denunciations from East Germany under communist rule against torture and maltreatment. And after reunification, a number of prosecutions followed of those people. And what we need in, 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 in the world today is an impunity index maintained at an international level, in my view by the EU, in conjunction with the International Criminal Court, so that people in China or other countries where there's repression may make confidential denunciations, and having talked to ex-prisoners, they tell me that the one thing that gave them some hope was that one day the torturers would be brought to account. Now, in the report of David Kilgore and David Matus, those 3,000 Falun Gong practitioners who've died, in those cases, it has been established where they were arrested, where they were imprisoned, who did the torture, that is listed. And that's a fundamental point. And we should never, ever give up on the idea that one day yeah, justice will be folks, done. Thank it's you. It's quite disheartening hearing from these, you know, world uh, executives and investigators and VPs that this is really absolutely going on. And I tell you, I, like I said, was godsmacked when I heard about this. I couldn't believe it. And um, being an activist for 20 years of my life and doing what I've done in my life to expose evil in this world. I knew that I had to really go on the front lines and go deep into these investigations and find out if this was going on. And now it really is. 
it's confirmed. And there was another gentleman, Ethan Gutman, who wrote the book, The Slaughter, and I implore you guys to go on Amazon uh, to uh, check out the book, The Slaughter. Uh, and um, he uh, did an uh, interview, and um, he was asked by the reporter, you know, uh, what was your reaction when you heard of the reports of organ harvesting? And he first said, skeptical. I'm always skeptical when I'm on the threshold of a new investigation, and I am too. I'm not just going to take people's words for it. I need the facts. I need the hard, die-hard facts, the truth. I need all the statistics. I need all the logistics. I need all the, the facts, the figures, and uh, the, the proof of burden and the motive behind it and the confirmation you know what I mean? Not just pulling it out of my uh, my 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 my, uh, my my uh, my hat like a rabbit, like a magician. I need the truth, because otherwise, if you don't have the truth and you exaggerate, you're gonna your credibility gets smashed like that, and everything's down the toilet and down the drain. So, the, he was asked, uh, Ethan Gutman, this investigator, what changed your mind? The Kilgore Mattis report. Now, on one of the clips you were hearing from David Kilgore and David Mattis. These were the two Canadian esquires who confirmed the allegations were true. In their creme de la creme report, released in 2006, published in their book Bloody Harvest, called the Kilgore Mattis Report, that trumps all the propaganda and the cover-ups and the lies from the Communist Party and their minions trying to refute the evidence. Even the World Health Organization is trying to refute the evidence because, oh, Imagine that the vice president of the Ministry of Health of the Chinese Communist Party is sitting on the bloody board. Imagine that. Oh, and let me don't get don't don't let me get me don't get me started about Tedros, Tedros, Teddy Boy, Teddy Boy, Teddy Boy. Oh, he's a beauty. He's a he's a beauty. Um, uh, this guy, the Secretary General of the uh, you know World Health Organization, praising China, praising. We must all follow the Chinese Communist Party lead. Yeah, we must all bow our hats, our, our heads in praise and honor the Chinese Communist Party for leading us in the right direction and coming to the conclusion that there are no more deaths and infections in China. Folks, what a bunch of shite. Okay, what a bunch of shite. These people are so in bed with the communist regime and anyone who believes these people should be... Should, uh, <laughs> Please, need to really wake up and need to really search their souls and need to really look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me for believing the World Health Organization? I mean, this is ridiculous. Anyway, the, what changed the mind? The phone calls, he says, into Chinese hospitals by Falun Gong investigators. Now, a lot of people are wondering, first of all, forgive me, what is Falun Gong? What is this Falun Gong thing? Falun Gong is a spiritual practice. It was introduced in the 1990s by Mr. Li Hong Tzu, the founder of Falun Gong, a Qigong teacher, a teacher of, uh, of ancient arts and medicine and uh, a holistic uh, uh, mind and body practice, just very similar to yoga, tai chi, reiki, you know, martial arts. That's more of a familiar, um, familiar familiarity in the, in, in the West. The yoga crave. Uh, was, we took America by storm. Um, 
And Falun Gong is a very similar Chinese type of yoga meditation that took China by storm. And by the late uh, 1990s, the numbers grew so quickly between 1992 and 1998 that one out of every 10 Chinese national citizens were practicing Falun Gong uh, by the 1998 period. And 100 million people, government estimates, Chinese government estimates were between 70 and 100 million people. And this threatened the Chinese Communist Party leadership to the point that the Communist Party's uh, president at that time, the evil head, the gangster scoundrel, named Jiang Zemin, which not many people know about. They know about President Xi. They don't know about, Pres- about Jiang Zemin. President Jiang Zemin, the military dictator in, ni- in the 1990s, were very threatened. He was very threatened that he couldn't control the hearts and the minds of the people any longer, overshadowed by his own, uh, overshadowing his own legacy, and he outlawed the practice, brutally persecuted them, slandered them and demonized this Falun Gong uh, movement as a cult, and in order to turn public opinion against them, just like the Nazis did with the Jews, and did the worst thing ever, sending them to state-mandated hospitals, cutting out their organs while alive, and selling the organs as the healthiest organs in the world. And this is where we are today. So to continue with the report of the organ harvesting confirmations, this reporter asked one of the investigators, who sat with me in London, by the way, who wrote the book The Slaughter, Ethan Gutman, what changed your mind? The Kilgore Mattress Report, which is a free report, by the way, at endtransplantabuse.org. The phone calls into Chinese hospitals by Falun Gong investigators. But there is no substitute for personally cross-examining witnesses. One of my first subjects was a peasant woman, a Falun Gong practitioner, who had done serious time in a labor camp. Along with detailed accounts of torture, she briefly mentioned a physical exam. Yet under intense questioning, the exam sounded like it was administered in a hospital turned upside down. The only possible medical rationale was to assess whether she could be exploited for her kidneys, her liver, her corneas, and perhaps her heart, the retail organs. Meanwhile, the woman was becoming increasingly annoyed with me. I mean, she had been tortured for God's sake. Her beliefs had been jeered and mocked. Her family ruined. Why was the stupid white guy so interested in blood tests? She did not recognize the physical examination as having any importance. Of course, to me, this was the investigative catnip. So, based on all the evidence, folks, I mean, when you are calling the hospitals and you have a Chinese doctor on the other side, and this is being recorded, the World Organization to Investigate the Persecution of Falun Gong, a non-profit organization, have the actual recordings. And next time I will play one of the recordings for you on the show. Uh, hopefully I'll, I can get the, uh, the copyright infringement from that. No, no copyright infringement, but I'm sure I can get something for you. Um, because, again, these shows are going to be jam-packed with audio. I'm not here to mess around. I'm not here to waste your time. I'm here to bring you the, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth on un. Uh, Leash the Truth Radio with Mitchell the Lionheart. You know what I'm saying? Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. I'm not here to mess around. I'm not here to BS. I'm not here to beat around the bush. I'm trying to hear, I'm here to give you the facts. And the Chinese doctors, when they were called by the Falun Gong investigators, posing as rich, wealthy, international patients wanting hearts and livers, they would call the hospitals and say, hey, Mr. Doctor, Mr. Chinese Doctor, do you have specifically Falun Gong organs? I heard they're the freshest and most healthiest. And you would hear the Chinese Doctor in Chinese being interpreted in English. Yeah, of course, we have plenty. Don't worry. Where would you like to come? And we can take care of you. This 
is a kill-to-order genocide, folks, on a specified date. And Jacob Levy, who is the president of the Sheba Research Medical Society in Tel Aviv, in 2008 created the transplantation law uh, in Israel um, and um, with the help of the investigators have banned any Israeli tourists from going to China for, to getting organs. So is Taiwan and so is Spain. And hopefully Italy is going to follow suit. But only three to four countries, folks, in the entire world have banned organ tourism. Now that is so extremely disappointing. I'm ashamed to call myself an American for knowing that my government, my American government, my State Department, my Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, have not done anything to ban organ tourism and pressure China uh, from, from stopping this. Now, the, the, House, the, the House of Representatives have passed each and every day, each and every year, excuse me, numerous uh, House resolution bills to urge the Chinese Communist Party unanimously for stopping the organ harvesting. So I take my hat off to the United States Congress and the United States people and the Canadian people and the Israeli people and the Italian people and the Spanish people and the Taiwanese people for banning this and, and, and coming to the it's coming to the uh, to the aid of the Falun Gong and the Uyghur Muslims who are also being locked up in concentration camps, millions uh, in concentration camps and data-based for harvesting of organs and the Tibetans who have just been ruined. They don't even have their own country. Even the Dalai Lama has been uh, accused of being a, a terrorist, a cult terrorist, terrorist cult leader. And he has gone around the world to try and appeal for the, the, the human rights and the sanctity of his own people. And the communist regime has bribed the officials and has threatened politically, hey, if you dare say anything about my human rights record, what about your uh, billion-dollar contractual obligation? Mr. Boeing, oh, Mr. Walmart, hey, Mr. Kmart, hey, no, 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 do not criticize me at all, otherwise, yeah, we have to uh, probably cancel your contract, and what has happened? Oh, no, 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 Mr. Communist Party, oh, no, 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 we will not do that, we cannot let go of our money-hungry greed, oh, no, sir, we'll just... You know, go along and play along. And Oh, Mr. Facebook and Mr. Twitter, hmm, we do not want those pesky Falun Gong people to, uh, you know, talk about our human rights. So do something about it or we're going to have to cut your market share in China. Oh, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? A billion billion people? A billion people market share? No, 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 no. We'll do something about it. So we'll ban the conservatives. We'll ban the Alex Joneses. We'll ban the Candace Owens. We'll ban... Um, uh, the conservative speakers, we'll ban the Falun Gong, we'll ban anybody that is speaking up against us and our global cabal. No, no, we cannot, because we are the cult of cults, we are a demonic cult, we are a reign of terror, and we want to make money, and we want to make sure that you're making money, so you've got to cut your, your uh, cut any opposition and anyone that is trying to harm our reputation, and you know, call us the vampire, vampiric uh, d demons and devils that we are. Um, so just make it happen. So look what has happened. You're taking atrocity, or you're taking uh, 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 money, blood-hungry money, over atrocity and human life. Extinction of life before loss of profit, folks. 
So the Wall Street bankers and Steve Bannon did a great uh, interview, and he keeps doing great interviews on America Voices. I don't know if you've seen his podcast and his radio show. He uh, and he went on Maria Bartiroma on CNBC the other uh, on Fox News. He, she was working for CNBC, but she, he went on the other day and said the Chinese Communist Party has blood on their hands. The World Health Organization has blood on their hands. The Wall Street guys. The think tanks, the corporate guys, all have blood on their hands for colluding and being in bed with the communist regime. It's not rocket science, folks. Put two and two together. It's not that, it's not that hard. Two plus two equals four, not three or five. Okay, not 4.5. Three plus three equals six. You do the math. You all went to education. You know how to add. You know how to you know, add up on a calculator. Two plus two equals four. And this has been covering up by these... Rotten scoundrels colluding with a wicked gangster regime that's murdering millions of people and harvesting their organs. So let me talk to you a little bit about Tedros, so Teddy Boy. Tedros, the security general, director general, the leader of the World Health Organization. Oh, yeah, he's a beauty. Tedros was the perfect puppet of China and for the communist regime because of his Ethiopian People's Revolutionary Democratic Front. Oh, yeah, what a patsy. This guy is a patsy for the CCP. Addis Ababa, folks, is known as the city that China built. This is Ethiopia. This is where Teddy Boy was uh, was uh, sitting and covering up three cholera outbreaks in his own country. Um, the Chinese Communist Party was funding the construction of everything from the metro system to highways and skyscrapers throughout the entire city, as well as $200 million in headquarters for the African Union. Imagine that. So the degree of Chinese ownerships, um, and this is from the Federalist. I just want to read this uh, uh, very good article from uh, an article of, uh, from uh, March 17, 2020 from the Federalist. Uh, the U.S. funds World Health Organization that bootlegs China with deadly results. Um, the degree of Chinese ownership extends throughout the country. When the Ethiopian uh, Dibuchi uh, Railway uh, was built, the Export-Import Bank of China backed the project with $3.3 billion in loans and 400 Chinese investment projects valued at more than, than $4 billion and are already in full operation. So once ushered in as Director General, Tedros quickly repaid China's support. The first day after his election, he expressed support for the Chinese Communist Party's claim over Taiwan. And you saw how one of the puppets from the, uh, uh, the, the World Health Organization, when he was on call and was called by a Taiwanese woman, questioning why Taiwan is not part of the World Health Organization, he pretended to, not ign- to, to ignore her, not to hear her, and then put the phone down on her. You saw this clearly. It, was, it, was, it, was, it went viral. So, obviously... The World Health Organization is colluding. Just like the NBA, folks, is colluding with the Chinese Communist Party. Oh, we cannot say anything about the Hong Kong protests. God forbid we stand up to the, the, uh, uh, for the, uh, and in support um, of the courageous Hong Kong ta- uh, and Taiwanese protesters and students in Hong Kong. Because if we don't, if, if we do, we, all our contracts will be cancelled. And we, as, as, as the National Basketball Association chairman, we do need the market share in China. It's a bil- multi-billion dollar contract. We cannot, we cannot do anything to uh, jeopardize our contractual obligation. No, 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 because there's too much money involved. Give me a freaking break. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to catch me on the flip side. Every Sunday, 
We're going to be unleashing the truth on our Leash Truth radio show with Mitchell Nicholas Gerber. There's going to be many more articles we're going to cover and more of a realist. And I will bring the facts, the truth, and nothing but the truth, because that is what it's about in this world and in this time and in this day. Now, exposing evil for what it is and standing on the right side of destiny. Because what is a man, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, who cannot stand and make the world a better place? And who is a man who gains the world a hundred times over, but loses his soul in the process? And shame on these people who are doing that. So you know what? Thanks to everybody for joining. Until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, keep that positive positivity, and always believe in unleashing the truth. 